You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League. We're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. Back to full strength tonight. First off, g'day Andy. How you going, TK? Doing really good, mate. Really, really good round. We'll t- chat more a little bit in a sec, but we'll bring back the snake. He's back. Hello, snake. <laughs> How are we, lads? I, um, we miss you. Yeah, I know. There was a bit of confusion last Tuesday with the the timings, but uh, <laughs> I, I, first thing I needed to get out of the way is uh, I'm actually not winning the, the draft, and I have to apologize to Curtis because he's actually in front, the one-man team of Cleary. Um, but yeah, enjoy it for while it lasts, Curtis. And um, <laughs> oh, I've actually Jeff. got, I've got him next week. I'm hoping the clearing gets rested, but I doubt they will because the Panthers got beat by the Tigers. But because if he gets rested, he's got no chance. <laughs> he's got no one else. Yeah, you get flogged, absolutely flogged. All right, guys, tonight. So we've got our normal Sunday wrap. So we'll go for our classic ranks and results, studs and duds, injury wrap and suspensions, and we'll tackle a few burning questions. Leading into round fourteen, but let's kick things off. Corbs, how'd you go this week? I cracked the seven hundred, went seven hundred and three. Beautiful. Probably wanted Hines to get a bit bigger, but I think most people would have been um, captaining Hines in that sort of top contingent. So um, yeah, that not a massive issue. Moses going off early, annoying. You sort of hold players for that buy round, and then geez, he, he had. What fifty minutes? I don't reckon he had much more than that. He didn't play much the second half. Anyway, I uh, I, I was what was I, I was two thousand uh, three hundred placing before the round, and I've come into one thousand thirty eight. So I'm just sitting outside the the thousand. So I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I didn't do any trades either, which is probably the biggest <laughs> big time, Andy. Um, so I've had twelve players, and I scored six hundred forty three. That's good. So, not too bad. I've I've actually got back into the uh, the top ten thousands, <laughs> so nine thousand four hundred forty nine. So I'm slowly coming back. Um, overall, <laughs> overall scores exactly twelve hundred. Oh, sorry, twelve thousand. Nice. You, so how how far is that from you guys? The last month's you know? been very very good. I'll just tell you in one sec. Well, um, my overall's twelve thousand five hundred fifty three. So, Ooh, it's a lot to catch up. I'm twelve eight oh six, so I yeah. Bring it in, TK. Bring it in, TK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, my this planning, is... my planning has come good finally. So I'm at rank one thirty four now, which is huge because I started at seven twenty something. So big round eight hundred and five. Nico Hines, I got let down a little bit, like yourself, but I was going for about eight hundred. I thought that was kind of what I was estimating I was going to get. So I've pulled it out now, giving myself a chance. But I'm still way off the leader. The leader's still like four hundred points ahead of me. So. There's still a huge amount of like catch up to do, but I don't think I can win it. But I think I can finish in the top fifty if I can pick right over the next kind of four weeks. Four week, next four weeks is crucial going into that next period because we're really going to set ourselves up. Yeah, what, what's ask? your aim from here? What's your boys? I'm going. I want top five hundred for me. I reckon. Yeah, that's a good goal. I look at like the guy that's coming fiftieth is only like ninety points ahead of me, so the gap's quite small. So it only takes one or two good rounds for me to catch back up. So I reckon top 50 would be a great goal to, to get, especially the amount of time that we're kind of spending on this as well. For me to, for me to claw back to 
top 5,000, I'd probably be happy with that, if I can claw up a bit of self-respect. <laughs> Mate, you'd be, you'd be surprised how, how small the gap probably is between 5,000 and 10,000. You lost a bit of self-respect last night, actually, so yeah, you need, <laughs> you need to pick a bit back up. That, that was a good night. That was for two o'clock finishes. That was not too bad. In saying that, Andy, like there was a lot of interest in your punters club this week. Oh, talk, oh, talk, talk, talk me through the emotions of... Because what you wanted nearly came off, but just in the wrong oh, scenario. I could, well, I've seen it. it, it both plays that I sort of did predict happened. That there was a gutho cut out past the Sivo uh, for his second try, and then also just the, the kind of block play hands it to Sivo, and he just dominates that winger. Mm. Um, yeah, it was just unfortunate. It wasn't first. Hindsight could have, picked it, could have played it safe, but uh, look, I got a big win last week, so we'll just, it was more or less a Hail Mary. If it come off, geez, would have been so good. Yeah, you still um, got you two think? legs, two legs of yours, TK. Yeah, but mine, bad. mine was kind of a little bit more kind of conservative though. Like Andy went, he went for a, a big home run, a big, big one. Yeah, well, I was probably the worst of the lot. I only got one of mine. Yeah, big time. Sorry, you, we just lost you, Andy. Yeah, okay, I thought so. Uh, look, I'm, I'm a bit upset, but uh, he did score, so I'm happy that my analysis still worked out. It was just more of a, a bit of a gamble they didn't score first. <laughs> His analysis. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for next week. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's drawn some good interest, so I think it's a... It's we're a... still at 393%, so we dropped back. I think we're at 415 last week, so no wins on the weekend hurts us. I think that's only the second time it's happened this year, Yeah, which is... Or with no wins. Yeah, most weeks one of us jags one. Which and, has been good. Yeah, before we move on, uh, ladies and gentlemen, so the as you noticed, probably the Thursday show, we're, we're not going to be doing that anymore. But the segments of the Thursday show will be incorporating into the Tuesday show and things like the tips and the punters club that will be going straight onto the social media. So make sure that you follow us across all the social medias, Talking League Pod on Facebook and Insta, Talking League One on Twitter. Big shout out to everyone viewing on Facebook Live as well. That's been going well. So thank you <clears throat> to everyone that's been supporting that. <clears throat> that's why I'm nearly dying. <laughs> but boys, let's get to the studs and duds. So, how good is this bloke? Andy, kick us off with a stud, mate. Who you got? <laughs> Look, it's a bit of a love hate relationship. He he didn't score first, but man, did he score well? Um, Sevo, <laughs> the the unsung not unsung hero, I guess. Seventy four points, um, two tries, one try assist, five tackle breaks, two line breaks, two line break assists, and three offloads. Uh, yeah. I still hate him for not scoring first, but Jeezy played well. Uh, a power back, the, the last, you see the top um, points in the last 13 rounds, or the last round was, I think in the top six, it was four power players. Of course. Uh, How do you <laughs> the overreaction from a Parramatta fan is just, it, it's ludicrous. Yeah, it's, it, it's the same thing every year though. And it's just yeah. funny. It's funny to watch them just sink into their little hole again, the, the Homer meme back into the bush it'll happen again this year yeah big game this week coming up too they got the west tigers who's coming in a little bit of form and then after that the bulldogs so it's probably a good thing eh, andy like you hold Parramatta players for the next two weeks because they're bullies yeah that's true i think next week we'll test them um but with the brown back i think they still should score well mm. uh I, I guess there's a couple that you'd probably be iffy about going to round 17 but i think at the moment they're still scoring pretty well if they can um, get a good run, like you said. Uh, they should be right to hold. Because then the week after that, they play Penrith. So 
Things might be <laughs> things might come crashing down very fast. Is that round eighteen? Yeah, no, nah, round sixteen. I think that's going to be your sell. If you need to sell Paramount oh. players, I think round sixteen is the one. But Cobbs, yourself, you'll be looking at a Storm boy. Yeah, I think I've missed the um, missed him because he's just what eight fourteen k. What was his break even coming in sixty five break even, and he scored at eighty one. Jerome Hughes, yeah. he's just killing it, and yeah, another eighty one just with a try assist, a few other stats, but no tries or other massive, big attacking stats. To get an 81 is quite big. He's just sort of one of those blokes. I wish I did get on him because he's not going to get rested and you're going to be safe with him with all those other guys in the storm. Uh, like, yeah, the Munster, the the Grant, even the Brandon Smith, the other big block forwards. They've got so much rotation and so much uh, backup there. They're sport for choice. But I think he's going to be the guy that – just sort of stays there as long as he can. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, like they won't need to rest him. So, yeah, annoying I didn't get him because he's been damn good the last few weeks, last seven weeks or so. Apart yeah. from apart from Cleary, he's the second best halfback in the whole league, I reckon. Like he's very he's closing that gap too week by week. Yeah. What's his What's his ownership? His so, ownership is under ten percent. Nine point three percent. That's crazy low. I think people will be jumping on board, but they might have missed the boat. But, boys, the guy that I like was that Trent Lawyer. I hope I don't spoil his last name, but Lawyer Like, <clears throat> he hit the, the line really hard. He got a 77 against the Titans, 49 tackles, one try, three tackle breaks, two turnovers in defense, and he's even had 12 demerits. So he could have scored even more. Damn. So he's actually just doing a little bit of research. He's a Sunshine Coast junior that they signed last year when they went up to the Sunshine Coast. He's 20 years old. Now, his PPM is 0.98. And when you have a look, it's kind of opening up for him. Kafusi's into origin. You've got last night, Kenny Bromish got injured. They're thinking maybe three to five weeks. He's jumped Chris Lewis, Tom Eisenhuth, and he's priced at 228. So if you're looking at it as a cash out, it might make you a little bit of cash and you've got some trades up your sleeve. This Trent Loyero, I hope I'm pronouncing that right again, he could be a bit of a goer here because I think he's going to see a little bit of action. Yeah, when you sort of mentioned, has anyone sort of caught your eye? Uh, we'll talk about it later. But, yeah. yeah, he was definitely one. I mean, yeah, he scored pretty well. And like you said, the the lack of uh, second rows with Kenny going, he could be a big in. Mm. Oh, he's definitely, he's definitely had a good uh, first impression anyways. Big time. And he scored two tries in his three games that he's played this year as well. So he's... He's got a little bit of footwork and he's got a bit of size about him as well. He's 106 kilos looking at his profile. Six foot four as well. So he's a big lump, lump of a lad. He is a big lump of a lad. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like to defend him on the try line. That's for sure. All right, boys, let's move on. <laughs> Corbs, kick us off with your dad, mate. Uh, Bradman Best. A lot of people, like his year last year and even first couple of games this year, he killed it. But he got a 13, lowest of the year. And a lot of people would have seen him as a cheap buy bringing into round 13. And, yeah, he just did not perform. That was terrible. I mean, if Tex Hoy's scoring more than you, then that's not great. <laughs> so, I'll, yeah, feel for those that bought him in. I just – and even though, like, he's going to get cheaper now again, but I just don't think you can go near him or the Knights at the moment because we've got a couple other blokes to talk about. Uh, now that they've got their round 13 out of the way, they're a bit of a worry, the old Knights. I agree, mate. Andy, who you got any dudders, mate? Um, my boy Jermaine Asako. Not my boy, sorry. Uh, Jermaine Asako. 
he's always he's sort of on the on the down in form and I don't know can for those who are holding um Tessie New do you reckon he gets another chance back at fullback because Sarko's not doing too well he had ten fancy points I know he did come off I don't know if he was injured or he got pulled but it was sixty six minutes he played only mm. two missed tackles and he had four errors. Um, and all, and last of all, it was against the Dragons as well, which is even worse. <laughs> he scored so bad. So, yeah, with 10 fantasy points, so I think maybe uh, he's my dad. But I don't know. Do you reckon Tessie and you get to look in again? But like, what's nah, not a, surely that not a the rotation they've had on, with um, wingers, centers coming out? Surely, like what what was so bad about him? I just think he was inconsistent. But the worst thing is, imagine being the coach that let Reese Walsh go. Oh, I know. Oh. <laughs> Oregon gets but, brought up every fortnight. You know, the list of players that they've let go, you know, just recently. He would have slotted yeah. in perfectly to that fullback fullback role. Yeah, right? it'll be interesting to follow that one if he is injured because they wouldn't have a huge amount of depth back there. They've, that they had a couple of nice. That guy that scored two tries. What's his name again? He was pretty good on the edge. I've got his name oh, the, um, here somewhere. The, the second oh, row last week. He's yeah. copped us in. Oh, TC Rapati. Yeah, Rapati. But he's not a fullback, so they might struggle in that. And then I heard Milf's out for a month. He had to get um, – that was only just before this started. He's out for a month. He's got to get something done to his knee or groin or something. But he would have been he would have been waiting on an injury to get back in anyway, I think. What about yourself, Tico? Who's your dud for this yeah, week? Brian Kelly. You know, I've wrapped him in the start of the season. He's just got nothing now. Even he's trying – He's scoring tries. He's bombing tries. For a guy that – have a look at his stats. So he's one try, three tackle breaks, two offloads, and 129 metres run. You would think he scored 50. He scored 27. His demerits, mm. three missed tackles, three errors, which included one bomb try over the line. And then he bombed another one, not passing the Sami as well. He had one penalty. So that's 14 demerits. He'll be lining up the RTA for weeks with this, this sort of thing. <laughs> He he lost his license for for two years. <laughs> he should. He'll be relying on his mates for lifts for a while. I think license <laughs> gone. Yeah, I just quickly too. Say NRL physio Milford missed a month. Underwent knee surgery. Right. There you go. Okay. All right, boys. Let's just wrap through a few injuries and also suspensions. There's plenty to talk about, and then we'll wrap into our burning questions. But injuries. Reid Marnie will be interesting. Shoulder scans tomorrow. That could open up uh, Darcy, uh, not Darcy, Joey Lusick. So have a look at that. Uh, Kenny Bromwich, ribs, three to five weeks. Dane Gagai, he's got tonsillitis, so he's in doubt for origin. Moses Empire, knee, knee bruising, should be right next week. Kobe Hetherington, uh, he's got an ankle injury as well. He's got scans coming up. Now suspensions, Nelson Asofa, Solomona, two charges. We're looking at one week. Big one's Remus Smith. He's looking at two weeks. And then we've got fines for Robert Jennings, Dylan Edwards, Moses Embai, James Roberts, TC Rapati, and Patrick Herbert. Now, injuries. Possible? There's possible returns for some key players. Katoni Staggs looks like he's returning. Joseph Tarpany, Jeremy Marshall King, Lachlan Lewis, Corey Allen, Josh Schuster, Kieran Forum, Zach Lomax, Aidan Fanua Blake, and Josh Curran. It's pretty big. Back from suspension next week, Josh Papali, Angus Crichton, Jason Tamulolo, Lachlan Burr, Chris Smith, Sione Katoa from the Dogs, Josh Dugan, Teague Wilton, Herman S.A.S.A. and Moses Leota. So a fair bit of players coming back in and out of that fantasy, boys. Yeah, that is huge. You're going to have to – I'm going to have to see that list written down because there was too many yeah. names there. <laughs> it was huge. Absolutely. I, I, 
I was going to say about the um, the gay guy tonsillitis. Have you ever ever had, went into an origin where you hasn't been some sort of injury or sickness that's been in the Queensland camp? Exactly. He'll be he'll be fine to play. He'll play on Wednesday. There's no doubt in my mind. They're always pulling Swifties. They're going to need all the uh, luck they. They're going to need all the luck they can have. We're going to flog them on Wednesday. Oh look, we said that last year. <laughs> Any team with Kyle Felt in there, like I've got a lot of confidence. Have they named their side now? Officially? Oh, no. They'll name it an hour before the game, probably. Yeah. They're so arrogant. Yeah. Honestly. It, yeah. We might, have, we might have Queensland fans on here, so it'll be, it'll be polite. <laughs> oh, they, they just keep going on about eight in, the, uh, eight in a row. All right. Not much rebuttal. Let's rip through this burning question. So first one, let's have a look a little bit of a strategy in planning ahead for round 17. Now, Corb, let's start with you. Now we've done this first buy round of round 13. Now it's going to get a little bit trickier because there's probably less and less keepers coming up. What's your initial thoughts on a strategy towards moving in this next four weeks? Well, mine will depend on who's rested. If Turbo's rested that's and he's got a quick backup in the other Origin games, mm. that tells me that I'm not wasting time with him, so I'll punt him. And if Umbai is playing 5-8 and Dewey's still in the centres, I'm going to punt him as well. Both wing of fullbacks, I'm sort of loaded in that area. Uh, I might just hold Remus Smith for a week, but probably look to move him on. But just because he's not um, having or holding as much cash, I'll probably get rid of um, Dewey, who will leak a bit more than Remus. And yeah, Turbo is just too much cash on the bench. But it'll sort of depend on um, what happens with Origin as, as well, I guess, because I've got three or four four of uh, Origin players. Yeah, nice. How many Origin players have you got now, Andy? Because you dropped a few on the weekend. I did. Uh, one, two, uh, three. Uh, just three. Three. So I dropped a couple. So that's all right. I, I guess I'm, I'm going to have to probably use all – because I'm playing catch-ups, I'm going to have to make a few risky plays. So the next, the next three weeks, I'll probably make two trades every week trying to actually get some more plays in round 17. Yep. Uh, so that's my plan. But the players I have to pick, I have to be smart about them and pick actual – I can't be picking up cheapies who may not play in uh, rounds 18 to 25 yep. because I don't have that luxury because <laughs> I'll only have – after these six trades, I only have seven trades to sort of float, to ha- deal with injuries or suspensions after that. So it's going to be a, um, a ball-to-the-wall <laughs> risky sort of uh, – couple of weeks for me. Yeah, for sure. I'm in the same boat. I've only got 14 trades left. So what I'm probably thinking is I'll make probably six or seven in the next four weeks. And then same thing. By round 18, I want to kind of be sitting on about seven trades. So I want to have eight or nine players. Really, I want to create a team in round 17, one to kind of 21, that I believe will help. I'll continue to hold all the way through to the end, pending just injuries and suspensions. Because yep. I just don't want to fill the spots just for the sake of filling the spots. Like, And we'll go through our list of kind of guys that we are interested in moving ahead as well, which we'll probably touch on now as a second question. Corbs, kick us off. Who's players of interest moving forward these next four weeks? Have you made a list of guys that you are interested in? Yeah, the uh, Fanua Blake, he's probably a big one. It's I guess and Lomax. just want to see if they come back. They're two big ones that I don't mind, but... I'm just like a lot of people that we've spoke to and got on the show, the, the center roulette. Jeez. I mean, maybe I'll just hold a couple of my centers and just back them to, because sometimes even those 
the the sort of top tier centers can get poor scores. Yeah. But yeah, the, and then the duels like the Tohu Harris is probably going to come in for. Um, I'm not sure yet. I've, yeah, probably one of my winger fullbacks like a Jabojevic or Dewey, depending on who I punt. Yep, for sure. Yeah. I'm in the same sort of boat. I think AF, for AFB and Lomax, I think you'll have a couple of weeks because they've got big, big break evens this week. There's no yeah. like there's a chance if especially Dragons got doggies on Monday, so there's a chance they might go berserk on that one. But for Noel Blake, I think his break evens in the high seventies. So we're gonna give we'll get one opportunity to have a look at him. I reckon. Speaking of the speaking of the Santa America round, how, just a quick little mention to Wong, to Wonga Blake, my um my, my panic trade. What are you <laughs> actually scored, today? He's actually scored all right. His last his last week scored forty two. This week he scored sixty five. So he's the best, he, he's he's coming, the best center in fantasy right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. So that was a very very that's a very very lucky play for me. Nice, I like that. But who's, uh, who's on your list of players in the next few weeks, Andy? So I'll probably be getting in <laughs> – I know it's a bit of a laugh, but I'll probably be getting in Moylan um, this week. Uh, 392K, last three game average of 47.7. That's, that's – he's massively over overplaying his price tag. Yeah. Um, Raymond's on my list as well, if I can sort of sneak him as well, because he's just – it's like I'm going to build my team full of centers again. <laughs> he's a cheeky pot, I reckon, mate, coming up. He's a, only a 1.5% owner. You take out that game he got injured against Penner, if he actually averages 58 – so he got suspended yeah. for that hit on Dufty. That pulled him out the first one. Then obviously he's fractured eye socket. But hopefully if he can stay on the field, I think he's going to be a massive pod. And I think could be a, he could be a keeper center as well. So like that's the sort of players I'm looking for. And I think the one major one I'm probably going to bring in, um, Tohu Harris, just for that consistent 60-plus scores. And he's plays around 17. And I don't see him missing the game because he's he's um, smart as well. He doesn't get sent off a H for head, head highs or anything. Just that... Sixty plus player, you know, you know what you're going to, you're going to get from him. Yeah, totally agree. So my, I've got AFB as well. The guy I want to bring in next is CHN, obviously Corey Hira and I think it's the last opportunity mm. if we don't have him and you want him. He's at five hundred and sixty k now, and his break even's very. I think it's in negative actually, seventeen percent owner. So he's he's going to he's back pretty much. He's filling that edge very very well for for Ricky Stewart. So I think I'll bring him in next week. But in terms of other lists, Sean Johnson, I think. Because Cronulla played Penrith next week, I'll probably give him one more week and then bring him in the week after. Again, no one loves him. 0.5% ownership, so less than 1%. Last game against the Titans, because obviously he took the seven jersey, 400 kick meters, so I think that will continue. And He's got the goal kicking as well. And for people who don't realize, I think, even though I might seem biased with the Sharkies, the Sharkies, <laughs> I'll put it on the line right now, the Sharks will make the finals. I'll, I'll read this draw to you, and I reckon they might lose two or three games only. And I reckon they're a, I reckon they are a special to knock off the Panthers next Friday too. <laughs> and they'll, they'll be in my multi, head to head. Right, I'll read the. I'll quickly read the draw to you. So they've got Penrith, Cowboys, Broncos, New Zealand, Canberra, Bulldogs, Manly, New Zealand Knights, Tigers, Broncos, and they finish off with the Storm, who might rest every single player in the last round. You got yeah. New Zealand twice. New Zealand are pretty hot at the moment, and Cowboys are pretty hot as well. They'd be going to be some tough games. Last time we played the Cowboys, we flogged them by fifty. We're back. I'm telling you, we're going to go yeah. on a massive run hey, here. Hey, you just, you just, fucking, you just basically put on my ass at the start of the season when I said started the podcast. I said Paris back, and now you 
spin out this this crap. I'll tell you what, if <laughs> if Sharkies do make the eight, they're making up the numbers. They're not going to have any impact on the on the actual grand final. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> we're a winning club, mate. We got we're mate, very proud. Look, to, to be fair, the Dragons are in the top eight. Yeah, we beat them two weeks ago. We're, we'll we've, hold our place in the eight too. We've flogged, we've, we've flogged the up. Dragons twice this year. We flogged them in Golden Point the other day. Oh, yeah, we had a weak side then. <laughs> you still have a weak side. <laughs> no, look, nah. they've got DeBellin back. The finals, the finals histories are kept. We'll be right. All right, moving on now, boys. Any cheapies cu- uh, catching your eye, Corpse? Yeah, well, other than the guy, I'm not going to try and say his name, the one, the edge player in the storm. Trent. Loyero. Yeah, Trent. We'll just go know. with Trent for now until we get his last name. And the other one, the uh, fantasy amateur's favourite son, uh, Greg Marzu. Mm. He uh, well. he come on, yeah, did some good things. I don't know whether he's going to hold his spot, though, because they had a, quite a few out, but he gets massive raps and <laughs> we say there is a difference between the uh, Reggies and then NRL, but geez, he scores well in the Reggies as well. He can find the line. I mean, he's Titans a, are going he's a big body. Bad. Hey, get him involved. And his tackle breaks are through the roof in, oh. uh, in Reggie. So he's a very fantasy relevant player. I'm actually glad I'm hoping- you brought that up calls because I, going back to Trent, we'll call him Trent, the flight steward, Trent, He's the Queensland Cup actually take the fantasy like you know how you you picked up the New South Wales Cup stuff. Yeah, they had their fantasy numbers as well, and he averages forty two in his six games. That's Trent. Yeah, so that's pretty. Yeah, good. that's handy. Oh, I know they're they or they both. I mean, everyone's going to be looking at them, aren't they? But the other big thing is people have got to be careful because everyone's down in their trades. Like, yeah, if you held your trades and yeah, you can jump on one of those two. You definitely would, but. Teamless Tuesday will obviously help decide that one. Yeah, Greg had some good base, 157 metres run, one line break, two, five tackle breaks, which he's kind of noted for. But I guess the biggest thing is Corey Thompson. He's one of the best wingers in the comp right now, and he's been out with that ankle injury. So he'll walk, yeah, he'll walk back he's, to that team. He's the new accountant, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> Cam Smith was the accountant. Look. He looks like an accountant himself. Yeah, he's pretty small for a winger. Followed in his footsteps, the button-up sure? shirt, tie on. Good on him. Yeah, they might too as well. Andy, did you pick up anyone else? Uh, look, to be fair, look, there is one that caught my eye, but whether I'll pick him up or not, it's tough. It's um, Albert Kelly, mate. <laughs> Where, where's he come from? And, and I suppose with Milford out for five weeks, that's he just stay, keeps that spot, doesn't he? There was 66 points on the weekend. Um, I'm not too sure what that thing around his head was, but maybe it's giving him some extra extra superpowers because he's, he's actually no, he's, 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 his ear got partially yeah. tore um, in Reggie right. just before he come into the NRL side, the Bronx. So it's a right. So yeah, protects you, the stitching or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I he's wearing it, it for looks. I remember it come off uh, the first the first tackle in the game uh, last week. He just left off the whole game. It looks like he's, he's playing water polo. The- <laughs> it does, big time. But we've got to keep an eye on uh, Joey Lussick as well. Be interesting these scans tomorrow if it rules out Reed True. for a while. He's at yeah. like 220 or something, 220K. That could be a big one. Yeah, and if he's playing 80 minutes, you'd, geez, you'd yeah, be silly not to go for him. At big time, big time. All right, moving on, boys. Next question. Is it too late to pick up Brandon Smith and Nico Hines? Corpse, thoughts? Oh, I think it is, yeah. I think like if you're chasing coin... Um, I would be looking at one of those three that we just talked about. Um, if you were going to pick one of the two, I'd probably go the cheese, but 
I mean, you've always got that big worry of Grant and Pappenhausen coming back. Mm. So I think Cheese is probably a bit more consistent. But, yeah, it would be interesting to see if Pappenhausen is back um, because he is due back around 14. But who knows? He was floating around the box. He was looking the best he had. Bellamy said after the game they're not still not rushing him. So he's back at training. I think he said he did two sessions. But I'll, I'll probably be surprised if he plays this weekend. I reckon probably the following weekend. But he did look. Yeah. He looked a lot better. But for me, I'm the same as you. I think Cheese is the. I think you missed the boat on Nico. So I think yeah. Nico might have a couple games left. He's already going to be at 700k tomorrow. So between the two of them, I think they'll find a spot for Cheese. Like if he's not at nine, he'll be at 13, and he'll be playing big minutes anyway. But Andy, any thoughts there? Oh, look, 100. Yeah, percent exactly the same of you guys. Um, it's their job security is a is a problem or a risk, and you're not going to pick him up now, anyways, because. Uh, unless you, because they don't play round seventeen, so I don't think any there's any benefit if you haven't already picked him up. It's just too late now. That you got to have two players that aren't playing seventeen. You might as well make another play for someone who's a similar role who does play. You can get those fifty points in that round seventeen. Totally agree. And just jump on some sharks players because you haven't missed the boat yet. We're just making a Did run. You, all their all their players. I've looked at it before. There's not much high scoring averages in the sharks. No. If you look at all the all not the averages. Bring up right now. Not yet. We haven't won our 13 in a row. When we win 13 in a row, we're going to be very fantasy relevant. So, the, so their highest average, 51, is a center, Jesse Raymond. 51, then it goes second, Chad Townsend at 50, then Blake Bradley at 46, and then Tolman at 44. So not very high scoring, but look, I'll, I'll take you. Not yet. I'll see how the the second half of the season goes. You buy, buy low, sell high, mate. <laughs> The TK way. All right, next. Last question, boys. Jaden Braley and Connor Watson, both kind of having a little bit of a, not a bad patch, not Connor Watson anyway. Jaden Braley is. Let's just get a few thoughts about whether you're going to be holding or selling these two boys moving forward. Anyone will kick off with you. Yeah, so I think Braley's, Braley's a massive sell. He's 738K. I'm probably going to drop to maybe seven. 7-10 maybe after this round, but mm. I think he's a big sell. His last three average is 41. I'm not too sure whether he's just, whether the other team's got involved more or they're just trying to change his role not getting too gassed in a game so he's doing less tackles or something, but uh, I think he's a sell, especially when you're putting out score that many that low scores for a 700k price tag. Yeah, There's other options out there, like you can go a, a, a Smith, a, a the Cheese who's cheaper, he's probably the same price after this round, but uh, he's actually scoring 60-plus or someone who's got potential. So, I, I, yeah, he's a self for me. With Watson, it's, it's, hard, it's hard because he's still floating around that sort of good, just good scores. Yeah. He's still breaking, like beating his break-even. His break-even was 37 and he got 54. And he's still got that dual position. Like, And he's getting that score off the bench. So I think his versatility in fantasy actually is uh, is a bit of a hold. Um, but if you need to get players before round 17, that nice same play, he could be a sell. Yeah. I'd say just keep, keep him until round 16 because he's still going to make a bit. I mean, he might like top out just on round 16, so you can probably sell him for a, for the ultimate amount of cash. Sell high. Yeah, one of the listeners <laughs> with Brails, they said that his hand's broken. That's why he's missing. He missed another four tackles today. And remember on Tuesday, I brought up the stat that he's missed 11 tackles, and that's the same as these first 10 weeks was the last two weeks for him. So it's quite interesting that he's now got 45, 39, and 40 in his last three games. So I'm, a, I'm selling him this week for sure. Mm. And I'll tell you who I'm going to be buying in the next couple of weeks as well. But Corbs, I want to get your thoughts. 
Yeah, well, he's lost all those snipes. They've got no front foot footy at all. And, geez, they got it was hard today with some of their big men missing. But, yeah, he I didn't men- I should have mentioned him before as a sort of bloke that I'm looking to get out because I'm hoping that sort of Tommy and others do play and I can get rid of this bloke because, yeah, he's his last few scores have been pretty ordinary. So I, I'm sort of with you on that one. I'm hoping the um, the Marnie is maybe going to miss a few weeks, bring in Joey. Billy. Joey, sorry, Joey. So yeah. that would be the, a good one for me. With Watson, I did – I was listening to the radio just quickly to the game today. Lockie Fitzgibbon whacked someone and yeah, I don't know if the refs got it, but they yeah. reckon the, the match review might get it. He might get a couple of weeks. So that might give you – I know I don't own Barnett, but that might um, give you Barnett and Watson owners uh, a little bit more time with them and they might go back to that previous role that we all loved before Fitzgibbon came on the stand. I mean, he did make a good um, – line break today but yeah I, I i don't think he's uh i'd have those other blokes back into the the positions they had before he came back yeah i saw the tackle mate i reckon he's gonna cop too yeah i do too yeah i think two weeks but the guy that i reckon that everyone should put on the radar <laughs> and when you're selling Jaden Braley, and i'll do it asap it's his brother blake blake's averaging 51 over the last three games he's at 589k he's only owned by one percent of people and like I said, I wouldn't do it this week because I've got Penrith. But when they go on the run and they win 10 in a row, I'm telling you, a lot of it's going to be on the back of Blake Braley. He's starting to pick up his running game and his kicking game again. And I think he's pretty cheap at 589K. He's come back to a really, really nice price level. And you'll be able to sell it and make 100K going Braley to Braley. Yeah, I just don't rate him. I, maybe, I don't know. I just don't think he he's a high-scoring player. He might be a, a average sort of 50 plus 50 player, but... I just can't see him scoring more than 60, 70 points. But at 589, if he's averaging 50, that's what you want. That's how you get a good player. If you get a player that averages 50 at 589K, you're taking it every day of the week. Yeah, that means he's still got about 100K to make. An average of 50, what, just a, yeah, about that 680K maybe, pushing the 700. Put it in your book, boys. Put in the book. Oh, but that's the thing. It's going to be. It's you're not going to have enough trades, are you? It's going to. Like you said, you've got to be really strategic from here on in because yeah, some of us haven't, and we've just been react trading. Oh, um, that's the biggest thing, isn't it? Whoever you bring in now is very likely to be part of your your back end. Like literally. Yeah. Well, do you want Braley for your run home? Yes. When you've lot the other, you do. Yeah. Right. Eh? <laughs> he's really, he's really uh, back in his I'm, sharks. Mate, I haven't got a, sharks, I haven't bought a sharks player all year. And now we got fits. Yeah, and that's why your rank's so good, mate. <laughs> imagine, imagine I follow the sharks. They go downhill. They get the spoon, and then uh, I go. You'll be, a... you'll be outside the ten thousand with Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come, come. <laughs> uh, another great show tonight, boys. We'll be back on Tuesday night for all your questions. A little bit better team lists, and uh, then we got what Origin on Wednesday and. It's going to be interesting mm. moving into the to the next week because it's the first time we're going to have this new rules, new kind of way that they're refereeing Origin. But, boys, before we go, Origin tip because – oh, wait, no, we've got Tuesday. We can do Origin tips on Tuesday. Yeah, you're yeah. throwing me on the spotty. <laughs> new South Wales by 40. Yeah. I hope so. Into Cronulla yeah. head-to-head. That's a great – that's your you? next bet. Can I put my punters club early? New South yeah, Wales head-to-head into Cronulla head-to-head paying $69. 
Just give me your money. Just give me your money. I'll invest it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen on Facebook, thank you for tuning in. And, guys, we'll check you on Tuesday. See you, boys. Good catch up. See you, lads. There's a lot of...